Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining us now is Tony Arbin of Wise Wolf Gold. And of course, he has a website, wisewolf.gold, but he has another one that'll take you there, which is davidknight.gold. And if he knows that you're coming from me, uh, that helps me as well. So I appreciate the support, Tony. Thank you for supporting the program. Uh, how. How are you doing? What's on your what's on your uh, radar here? I was laughing this morning. You're talking about that congressman who said the Chinese balloon did so much damage. That was they reminded me of something that Lindsey Graham said years ago about if we didn't put 200,000 troops in Syria. I think I think the direct quote was they're going to get us all killed. They're going to kill us all. Something like that. It reminded me of Lindsey Graham. It's amazing to me that they just that they've occupied some oil fields there and they've been pumping out oil out of Syria for years. I mean, it's just oh, open piracy that's going on. And they're talking about, yeah, we're shooting down Iranian drones or whatever. Can you imagine these people have the audacity to attack us when we have occupied Syria and we're and are stealing their oil? Can you imagine somebody actually fighting back against that? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Cause and effect. Yeah. And, and the thing about the damage done by the balloon, I mean, think about the damage done by the free trade policies by our elites that we gave everything to China over the last 50 oh, yeah. years. I mean, you can look at the most favored nation trade status we gave to them on December 11, 2001, and lost 55,000 factories after that. One in three manufacturing jobs were gone. So there's real damage done, yeah. but it's mainly from our elites giving things to China, not the balloon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's just, and the thing that makes me so angry is all this UFO hints and everything that they're putting out there. You know, oh, it's a UFO. No, it's not a UFO. Oh, it's a, it is a UFO. You know, and all this type of stuff. It's like, well, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty weird and scary, you know. And <laughs> I'm going to lock up my, my uh, safe here at the shop extra tight for Senator Kennedy. I'm going to make sure those doors are locked. I don't want I don't want E.T. stealing all my American eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're they're here for the gold. That's what I did. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be the governments that are after everything there. Uh, they're the ones that we have to be concerned about. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, are they, they're not concerned about the aliens. They they, uh, they don't care about illegal aliens, right? <laughs> if the aliens were here, they would be illegal. I saw the cartoon. I think it was uh, Babylon B. They had an alien uh, sitting in, in a suit uh, next to, to Biden. And it says, uh, can you take us to another leader? <laughs> this, this one doesn't seem to be understanding what we're saying here. Smock, smock, smock. Anyway, uh, let's let's talk about what's happening with CBDCs. You know, I've mentioned before, and you and I have talked about before, what's going on in Nigeria. Uh, Nigeria is a pretty large company, a country. <laughs> it's going to be a company as everything's becoming corporate fascism. Operation. Anyway, yeah, it's a big operation. And uh, so, um, you know, as, as the Bank of England is saying, oh, well, we know that this is absolutely going to be necessary. We're going to have to have a central bank digital currency. Stay tuned. 
we'll tell you exactly when it's going to happen. But they said it is going to happen. And, uh, you know, about 2030, it'll be sooner though. Uh, but you look at what is going on in Nigeria and it has just been a total clown show and catastrophe for them because they thought that they could push people into it. They thought they would adopt it, uh, because they had already started using uh, Bitcoin. It was still a small percentage of the population that used it, but it was a bigger percentage than in other countries. And once they put the CBDC in there and started pushing that, everybody said, oh, okay, well, let's use Bitcoin instead. <laughs> And so that wasn't working. So they decided they'd confiscate all the money. And then they limited how much money people could get out of something like $40 a day or a week or something. It was really small. And um, then it gets even more hilarious because these people don't, um, they, they print a new currency and tell everybody to turn in your paper currency and we'll issue you a different paper currency. And yet they couldn't get it together to print sufficient amount of the... <laughs> of the replacement currency. So the whole thing is turned into a fiasco. The problem is, is that when the UK does it, when the US does it, it's not going to be such a clown show, is it? No, no. <laughs> and again, I, one of my, this is one of my favorite stories of the last year, just this complete rejection of the central bank digital currency, because for some reason, the elites think, well, if you like this, you're going to love this next thing. And it's kind of like, if you like meat or eggs, we'll give you artificial ones. Won't you like those better? <laughs> People don't like that. They know naturally, you look at something like Bitcoin, which they adopted, and the Nigerians also use gold, but Bitcoin is finite. It, everybody knows it. It's a, and you can't make more of it. Every, and then, of course, you look at central bank digital currencies or fiat currency in general, it's unlimited. And people know that just instinctually. Mm -hmm. you, you talk about a gold standard. People all around the world know what spot price for gold is. I mean, you can go into like remote areas of the world where they're mining and they know to the minute what the spot price is. I don't know how they get it, maybe radioed in or something, but people know the generally accepted a store of value across the world, what gold is. People in Nigeria know that if you introduce a fiat currency, especially a central bank digital currency, that's going to change and you won't be able to keep up with it and it's going to devalue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, when we talk about all this, and I, I talk about it constantly, but there was one quote that I came across a couple of weeks ago and it was, John Maynard Keynes is the father of all this stuff. And, and he was talking about gold and how the financial system had changed. And he said, you know, just a few years ago, if you're a British citizen, uh, you could uh, take gold and you could, you know, get, uh, buy your clothes and your food and all this kind of stuff here in the UK. And you could, uh, go to Europe and you would never have to even change your money into the local currency. You could still just pay for everything everywhere you wanted to go with gold. And, and that really kind of struck home with me, you know, because my first experience uh, with um, Europe when I went there as a teenager uh, with a musical group uh, was um, uh, the fact that it, the states were really pretty small. The European nations were really geographically very small compared to the U.S. And um, I don't know <laughs> how many of them you could fit inside of Texas, but a large number there. And so you go just a little ways and all of a sudden it's a different currency. It's a different language. It's a different culture and the architecture is different. Everything was different. And, and I thought it was kind of interesting, but we were constantly changing money. And that was my first experience with it. You know, that was all before the Euro destroyed all those currencies. And I thought, wow, that's, um, you, you'd be able to do all that with gold. And it was honest money and it was universal. And just think about how things have changed in the last century. It's just amazing. Yes. And of course, uh, John Maynard Keynes, that famous quote that gold is a barbarous relic. Yeah. You know, that's what he said towards the end of it. I think he, I think that yeah. comes from the Bretton Woods conference in 44. They actually said, you know, gold is a barbarous. I, I, that's what I think. Yeah. But you go back to the thirties 
you know, the British Empire tried to get back on the gold standard while uh, Winston Churchill was Chancellor of the Exchequer. It was a total failure because they had inflated their money supply and gone off that to uh, fund World War One. Mm-hmm. And of course, that just again, they just languished. They had economic downturn. They couldn't get it back on the gold standard. So then comes the United States. Then you have the supremacy of the dollar, which has lasted pretty much up until now. And I think this is where we're going to see the next shift, which again, I don't want because it's going to hurt a lot of people. But the Chinese, look at what they're doing with the BRICS nations and the, the yuan and trying to get, I think Saudi Arabia wants to go to sort of a petro yuan situation, but the Chinese are buying gold at, at a record pace. I mean, breaking all these records, central banks, um, they broke the record for the last 55 years, but I think that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's about to happen. There's going to be a, a revaluation of currencies. Now, the, the people are sleepwalking into this. I mean, the market, the markets, I mean, it's funny watching. This is, I, I like to see the the red on the the gold price because that means I'm going to uh, buy in for, for my customers and Wolfpack members and get a better deal. But the markets, I think, are responding in error because they're seeing, well, the, you know, the uh, employment numbers are good and inflation's under control. You know, because you get these figures like, well, it's not, it's, you know, 6% uh, over last year is down. And I'm thinking, well, that's, that's kind of crazy. And Mises Institute put out an article a, a few weeks ago about how the money supply for the first time in 33 years is actually contracting. Well, that's easy to do if you printed 80% of all the dollars ever made in 36 months. I mean, it's pretty easy to get some contraction in that if you just halted a little bit or raise interest rates a little bit. So I, I think it's a, these are false numbers. You look at the price of gold and silver, David, and, and uh, they're, they're, they are cheap relative mm-hmm. to the damage that's actually been done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you look at the other aspect of this, they, they keep talking about their pilot projects and uh, what they're going to do. And even when people push back against it, they just continue down that same path. But they'll tell us that it's going to be, uh, you know, in 10 years or it's going to be in seven years or whatever. And yet the same time they're telling us, yeah, we're not going to do this until 2030, 2032 or something like that. That day they put out on LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn, they put out a job description for somebody to run the program. I mean, you know, (laughs) this is the way they're sneaking up on us. There's an organization in the UK, the uh, Digital Pound Foundation describes itself on its website as an independent organization whose mission is to work on a variety of stakeholders and participants through the implementation of a well-designed digital pound and so forth. They were just incorporated two years ago. This stuff, while they're telling us, yeah, this is something we're thinking about. Uh, I don't really know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen down the road, quite a bit down the road. They would tell us that kind of stuff with the banning of automobiles. I remember going to the, um, I think it was, a, was it the Lone Star car show? Yeah, that was it. Travis is not in his head, yes. Big car show. Uh, it was um, American cars pre-1965, and, and they were open up to any kind of car that was modified. Uh, you could have rat rods or anything like that. It didn't have to be mint condition. And so it was a big car show. And I went there and took pictures of um, all the unusual cars. But I talked to the people who were very interested in cars and the car culture, and I kept asking all of them, all different ages, you know, from teenagers up to people in their 80s that were there. I asked them, I said, you know, so are they going to ban cars? And pretty everybody said, yeah, they're going to ban cars. But they all said, even the youngest of them said, but it's not going to happen in my lifetime. See, that's the big thing. And that's what they're doing right now with the CBDC. Everybody, oh, yeah, they're going to go to CBDC, but um, not in my lifetime. As, or it's going to be another decade from now or something. Now, they're going to spring this on us pretty quickly, I think. Very quickly. I mean, this is going to be a big issue in the next presidential election, I think. I think that's why you get somebody, and this is what I've been predicting for a while, somebody like a Nikki Haley mm-hmm. uh, to enter the race, because you're going to need, in my opinion, much like you needed Trump to do the lockdowns, you're going to need a Republican who pacifies 
what's left of the grassroots in order right. to accept a central bank digital currency, David. That's what, that's that, right. again, that's what they're, they're pushing. And history, though, and this is something I've been looking into. I'm trying to read more um, histories of gold and silver in the monetary system. You know, history doesn't bode well for those who create fiat currencies. There hasn't been an example of a ruling class that stayed in power or uh, someone who has risen to power on a fiat standard. There is no example of that. Matter of fact, you go back to Alexander the Great, and he created a silver standard across the known world to time. And uh, Julius Caesar, you know, uh, with Rome and the and the the bimetallic standard, and it goes on and on and on. You know, through the British Empire creating the gold standard. I think what we're watching, and this may be a big head fake by the uh, by the Chinese uh, trying to get all this digitized stuff out there and, and and pushing fiat. Meanwhile, they're storing up gold, and and the BRICS nations looking to create a currency backed by you know what they call a basket of commodities. I don't know. I think there's there's something about this World Economic Forum, Great Reset people, and if you're playing clips of Klaus Schwab, these people are so delusional. I don't think they have a sense of history. They may have just been, you know boxing themselves in. That's my hope anyway. I'm you know I I know that they're going to be pushing the central bank digital currency, and this is it's not about you know what is it uh, uh, surveillance disguised as money. Yeah. You know that's exactly exactly what it is, and that is uh, it. that's that's their dream, but. Again, you still need, in order to have any sort of economic power or projection of that power, you need a strong currency, and we're losing that here in the West. Yeah, there's no way. They, they've added, uh, I think it is uh, $19 trillion to the deficit in the last uh, 10 years or so. And you know, most of that has been in, it's accelerating. You know, We had uh, $6 trillion put in by Trump, and we had $6 trillion just put in by Biden in just the first two years, right? So the the you know that's that's twelve of the of the nineteen that's just been done in the last six years. So it, it really is accelerating, and uh, there isn't any way that you can go into hyper spending without having hyper debt and hyper inflation eventually. Uh, it, it's just impossible to sustain this, and it's but they don't want to sustain it. That's the other thing. Uh, they really do want to bring the entire house down so that they can rebuild their utopia for them which is a, a prison world for the rest of us. That is, is really what they're about. And the way to, you know, the, the key thing to do that is going to be the money to control people. As you point out, uh, they don't typically last too long once they start coming after the economic aspects of it. They, uh, because that gets people really angry. You know, it's the economy stupid, as Carville said. And uh, boy, when you destroy, completely destroy the economy, then people get upset. I think it's one of the reasons why Klaus Schwab is saying that. Look, when people don't have, feel that they have no control, uh, they're going to come after us. So we got to work really hard to make sure that we can master them with our technology. I mean, he's just, he's saying it openly in your face. And if you point that out, they come back and say, well, you know, nothing but a conspiracy theorist, you're paranoid, tinfoil hat, the rest of it. But they yeah, say America, right, exactly. America is, is building seven. Yeah, that's, that's right. There's a controlled demolition going. It's a, the, the our Buckminster Fuller wrote a, a book called Grunch of Giants back right before he died in 1980. And it means gross universal cash heist. He was trying to warn everybody about what the elites were actually doing, stealing the wealth from future generations through their cash heist. And this is all this is, is a cash heist. I mean, you, why don't the policies of the United States reflect any sort of improvement? Yeah. We, we have seen that uh, right. the last what four or five decades. No, nobody's working in Washington to improve the the quality of life or the wealth of the average American. As a matter of fact, it's it's quite the opposite. Yeah. And so somebody's benefiting from this cash heist, David. And again, the elites and something that I picked up on is like watching what they do, not what they say, and especially central banks. They want you in their garbage fiat currency 
They want you in their markets, the casinos, where you know 80% of the people have to lose so 20% can win. Mm-hmm. And that's probably generous. Yeah. They want you in the, they want you in their approved uh, systems. You know, the, the mainstream talking head of financial networks want you in those systems. But I'm watching what the elites are doing. And right now they're they're gobbling up assets. And I think that uh, your listeners and my listeners and people out there that are paying attention should look into that. Why are they doing that? What what's ahead? Mm-hmm. Uh, that the uh, central banks around the world are trying to back up their vaults with uh, with gold. You know, they, they want us to be afraid, and they talk about uh, things to keep us afraid, like UFOs and spy balloons and all the rest of this stuff that is, is, is not even real problems, you know? And then you got Trump out there saying, well, you know, we gotta, uh, we're going to have to have executions of drug dealers and, you know, other things like that. He's, he's going back to where the Republican Party was. 20, 30 years ago, trying to revive uh, those fears and those policies. Uh, But nobody's talking about CBDC. Uh, Nobody in Washington, nobody running for federal office is talking about that. It's absolutely amazing. And I don't really see much talk about it even at the state level. I've interviewed um, uh, Senator Frank Nicely, who's trying to get a state um, uh, bank here because he's concerned uh, about what is happening with the dollar, concerned about where they want to go with a CBDC. I mean, that's, you know, trying to uh, decentralize some control of the uh, money supply was the idea behind that. But, you know, nobody's even, you know, he's concerned about it. It's like, well, you know, this may be something we could do that would help. Nobody's even talking about it though at the federal level. And they're talking about everything else that doesn't matter. It's just incredible. Professional wrestling. You know, yeah, and, it and is. I think what Senator Nicely is doing is, is amazing. I think other States will pick up on that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, the people can start trading amongst ourselves in Bitcoin and precious metals. Uh, and I do that. I mean, I think it's a superior money. I mean, obviously I'm in that business. So if you come hand me a 10th ounce American Eagle, I'm satisfied for $200 or more. I think that's fine. I mean, we can trade that way. Mm-hmm. We can start doing that. Uh, and again, that's why I developed Wolfpack. It was one of the reasons was to connect people We're working on a, a telegram program right now. I'm trying to get that uh, implemented. So uh, the, all the members can connect with each other. You can trade and sell things and do things amongst yourselves with, uh, with the medals that you get from from Wise Wolf and David Knight Gold, and and I think there will be other uh, avenues and other people that do that across the country as well, and, and especially in the coming years, as you start looking at the the damage that's been done to the dollar, it's not really showing up in real time. I mean, it's not the Weimar Republic yet, David, because we have the world's reserve currency for now. Yeah. So the Ponzi scheme is propped up by the amount of usage. You know, just that's what a Ponzi scheme is. You know, people, new people keep joining and buying into it. So it, it props up the main system, which is fraudulent. Yeah. And the, the fraudulent fiat system of the American dollar is coming to an end. Okay. Uh, again, I don't wish it or cheerlead it because I know how catastrophic it's going to be for everyday people. But the, the ignorance of people, and I don't say this in an insulting way. It's one of the reasons I do my programs. I want to teach people because I've learned it over the years. And it's a lot of hard lessons about what money actually is. Because the elites know that the people that rule things know what money is, and the average American and the average person in the West doesn't. That's why I think you know Nigerians have a better idea of what money is yeah. than we do, and uh, that's <laughs> why you're really right. fast. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> learning fast. Yeah. You're, you're so right to say that if they implement the CBDC in, in Great Britain mm-hmm. or in the United States, it'll it'll be people will change their profile to show the new logo for it. And it'll be just like, you know, the, the, the little dangling hypnotism thing you're talking about with the Ukrainian flag or the needle, yeah. you know, that there will be a big 50% automatic adoption, yeah. which is going to far exceed anything that happened in Nigeria. So the, the rulers know that, That's right. but, I, but again, uh, what's going to happen when they lose that purchasing power that is imaginary, by the way, 
from the U.S. dollar. What happens when that goes away? Are they are these plans uh, just as easily implemented? And I have my doubts. Well, you know, that's that's the thing. When you look at Nigeria, all, all of a sudden these people are getting hit with this and they're going through hardship uh, that, that is being forced upon them by their government in order to push them into this new system. But of course, our government is more than willing to do that type of thing. That's what Biden is doing to us. It's what Biden is doing to the EU as well with these sanctions. And the way that we weaponize this, you know, it isn't that the Russians and the Chinese and the Iranians are, are not trying to uh, replace the U.S. dollar's hegemony. Uh, because it's fraudulent and they want to have something that's completely true and honest. That's not their motivation. They're concerned because this is the basis of our power. It has supported our lifestyle and it has supported the American government's ability to essentially turn itself into an empire. That's why they oppose it. And, and it's only accelerated it uh, the more we use it as a weapon and the sanctions. But uh, that is going to have tremendous implications for our our living standard here as Americans as well. It's not just that it's supporting the U.S. military and its adventures abroad, but it is uh, going to have, it's, it's really allowed us to live on borrowed money uh, to a, a large extent. And so when you talk about educating people, you know, the, the experience is an expensive school, but it's the only one that a fool will attend. If we don't understand what is going to be coming with this stuff, we're going to go through the experience of learning what this is all about. And I would much rather uh, get people educated about this and stop it ahead of time uh, and even take precautions ahead of time if we can't stop it collectively, but to take precautions on an individual basis because if we have to go through this experientially and even worse, go into this unprepared, that's going to be the worst possible scenario, I think. That's why yeah, every paper currency in history has always gone to zero. There is there is no example of something being great, uh, you know, some fiat currency that's lasted. I mean, Ron Paul always made the joke about, uh, you know, the shipwrecks and people diving in these remote areas trying to recover, you know, these these wrecks that went down hundreds of years ago. They're not looking for paper currency. They're looking for gold <laughs> coin. Right? That's right. But again, that's that, the, the valuation there is, is an issue and the, the currency itself, the fiat standard of the dollars is going to go to zero or something like that or, or to digital but it's not going to remain the world's reserve currency. We have 40 weaponized uh, sanctions in 36 countries. Mm. And, that, and there's something called blowback, you know, that CIA term for blowback, you know, cause and effect. You do something to other countries. We've been bullying other countries and weaponizing the dollar for so long. It's going to have the consequences. It's going to blow back on us. And that's when, you know, th this emergence of the BRICS nations, which I, this is what I watch every day. I want to see what they're doing. And uh, again, they're adding more. I mean, it's not just it's not just Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. I mean, they're going to be adding more nations. Like forty percent of the world's population, the U.S. is five percent. Yeah, we're not going to win that. We're not going to win that battle if they unite uh, under you know a basket of currencies or commodities or something else. They want a different exchange system, and they want to get out of that weaponized system. It's just natural. So I think again, we're good. And with people like <laughs> with Biden at the helm, I mean, what are they? <laughs> What do we expect? You know, we're not going to win this war when it comes to, uh, to uh, the economic dominance. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, we could have Lala could <laughs> coming in. I love, but, the, but, I love uh, the banter in the cup ad that you have, like, in its like, you know, it sounds like her. My son put that together. I'm really happy with what he did with that. Um, yeah, when you talk about, you know, 40 different sanctions, 36 different countries, essentially what we're saying is we're at war with 36 different countries. And that's not counting the ones that were. Uh, actually at war with probably, you know, like Syria where there's actually shooting wars going on. But it's pretty amazing when you stop and think about it, you know, that there were at war with that many countries because that sanctions are an act of war. Uh, it's how it, it all kicks off. And, um, 
you know, this, this abuse of uh, the, the dollar that we have, and, and it's Washington that wants to go to war with everybody, and they're at war with us. And that's the key thing. Uh, they're going to be at economic war with us, just as a, they're at war with our Constitution. They're at war with our rights and our liberties, and um, it isn't going to stop. It's only going to escalate. Um, I just want to say one thing here while I still got you on, Tony. I thought this was good. Harps uh, on Rumble. Harps is uh, from uh, Australia. He said, we went to our council's proposal on a 20-minute city on Wednesday night, and it didn't go well for the council. Everyone was awake to it and called him out. Well, there you go. See, that's the thing, is if you get people awake, that's our only hope, really. Because we do have, just as you were talking about uh, the BRICS countries and how it has the vast majority of people, we're not going to win that fight because there's so many people. We got 5% of the population, and they got so many more. Uh, that's what the elites are afraid of. And that's what Klaus Schwab is afraid of. That if we, the people understand what they're doing, that's it. It's game over. And that's really where the war is. And that's why they're really ramping this up to try to take down information. Uh, but it's, um, you know, information is, is power. If you know what is coming, you can stop it. And if you can't get it out to enough people, you can at least prepare individually. That's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, we, we win by changing minds mm -hmm. and changing hearts and, and exposing people to the correct information, to the truth. I mean, you can bury the truth all you want. It's eventually going to come out. Yeah. If we do that in, in, the, in the time frame that's necessary to stop this, then we, I think we can make a huge difference. And it's all about us working together. I mean, they want us divided and at each other's throats and all these petty you know, uh, professional wrestling differences in these political parties. But at the end of the day, it's the people versus the plutocrats. It's been that way since the dawn of time. Right. It's, it's, it's culminating here with, you know, in, in our time, uh, which could be, I guess, the end times, if you look at the uh, amount of technology that they have and the in AI and all the rest, which I think is demonic, but it's yeah. culminating. They have this power, but if we don't accept it, if we don't let the vampire in the door. You know, if we don't let evil in, then I believe that we have, a, we stand a fighting chance, especially if we you know, stay true to, to God Almighty, and that hopefully that I stay true, and I want to make sure that I honor Him as, as much as I can in my daily life and whatever I do, because I realize what we're up against, and it's pure evil. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing about it. You know, when we look at people, I I love to watch videos of Yuval Harari because he loves to attack God directly, and it's like, okay, well, you just lost. <laughs> yeah, I, start, I start backing up when I see people start talking that way. You know, well, you I can hack the human mind, and that we're yeah. all you know. Uh, animals and rodents and stuff. I will be God, and it's like okay, let's uh -huh. uh, let's like, now <laughs> now it's uh, now it's God's fight, and he'll he'll take this guy out. So I, I love to see that uh, when he does that. It's very encouraging to me <laughs> when he says that. Uh, anything uh, else you want to tell people about what's going on with uh, Wolfpack or any any specials that are going on there? Well, yes, we have. I should have brought them out. I should have had the props. We bought a few ounces of gold this week. If anybody's interested in some uh, gold Canadian maple leaves, I've got three of them in shop and a couple of, I think, uh, Australian kangaroos. So if you're interested, I'll give a special <laughs> I've never price. heard of that. Australian kangaroo. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the Australians make a great uh, gold coin called a kangaroo. It's really pretty. It's a uh, 24 karat gold. There's no coinage in it, so it's just pure gold. Uh, Canadian maple leaves are real pretty, too. We've got, so I'll give a special discount and free shipping for any David Knight gold uh, listener. So uh, if you want to uh, get into an ounce of gold, you certainly can go through David Knight gold and Wolfpack. Uh, that's something we're working on every week. Uh, I've I told uh, your audience a little earlier in the show that we've got uh, the Telegram system. I'm working on implementing that. Should be in the next two weeks. I'm hoping, oh, and that cool. way, li listeners and um, you know members can talk to each other that's and great. communicate. That's what I wanted to build was a community. But we've got. 
hundreds of members. Every time somebody joins, we get a little bit stronger. I sent out, I think uh, we're sending out a hundred packages yesterday. Wow. Uh, so uh, we've got a, a team here at the shop. So I've had to upgrade a lot and, and uh, build some infrastructure for it, but we're growing. And uh, the more people that join, the better prices everyone gets. And uh, if you were a member, you probably noticed in the last month, we did a couple of different specials, like stuff that would come into the shop that was a little outside the price range for the Wolfpack. Uh, we would say, hey, you know, we'd text everybody, let everybody know it's there. We could sell that, you know, really quick. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's another cool aspect of it. You're going to get deals uh, with Wolfpack, and it's a good community. And you can support David and I. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, I've got a, 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 a comment here from the new number six, and thank you for the tip. He says, uh, always love seeing Tony on the show. Here's to some new PRs and finance and lifting this year. Uh, so <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, it is. I like the Wolfpack thing because it lets you do it incrementally and, uh, they understand the times that we're in and they understand the importance of doing things incrementally. And if you can get in as little as 50 bucks, if you can start incrementally saving things, uh, that's a, a great way to start. I really like the, the fact that you set that up. The lone wolf package, which is $50. That's where you get an entry level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday I, and I asked my crew, what did the, what did the lone wolf get? And that was uh, one generic round, which was, I mean, it's brand new. It comes from a, a, a private mint. So that's one ounce of silver and you got three tenth ounce pieces mm. of fractional silver. And that includes your shipping, includes credit card fees. So if you'd have went to a major, you know, retailer, you'd have paid more. So that's one of the reasons that uh, Wolfpack works. And that's why everybody got in the same tier. They all got the same, uh, the same order. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're able to show you that we put an invoice in the package. So I think Wolfpack's pretty cool. You go check it out, wolfpack.gold or davidknight.gold and hit the tab for joining Wolf. That's great, Tony. And I appreciate what you do. Thank you for your support. And uh, it's always great to have a good source, a local source, somebody that you can trust. It's not a big corporation like Tony to help prepare for what is coming. Thank you so much, Tony. Appreciate it. Thank you. common man. They created common core to dumb down our children. They created common past to track and control us. Their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.